Hello everybody and welcome back to the Biff Rugby League Podcast Season 2. It's episode number 5. Yes, we weren't here last week, we apologise. There was illness in the camp. Uh, both Robin and Toby were not very well. Toby is still not around this week. Um, but Robin, you're back this week and there is this, even though we've not been here for a week, there isn't, not, not loads has happened, but lots of important stuff has happened, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, which, is, which is quite nice. But how are you feeling? You, you back fit and fighting for it and fighting? Yeah, I'm I'm back to normal now. I'm I'm actually a year older than the last time we recorded. That's how long it's been. <laughs> Did we miss your birthday? Yeah. Oh, it's all it's all good. It's all good, mate. I mean, I didn't even know. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit sly when it comes to my birthday. I don't like to make a big thing out of it. I just like to make people feel bad after they've forgotten. <laughs> oh, they've forgotten. Oh, mate, I feel well bad. You know, at times I've stayed at your gaff and I didn't know it was your birthday. <laughs> oh, I feel horrible. I feel absolutely horrible. Um, happy birthday, to, uh, Robin. I got your name wrong there as well. Bloody hell. Um, yeah, happy birthday, mate. <laughs> Hope you had a good one. What did you get up to? Well, I actually ran a half marathon last week to celebrate turning 25 and i also went to see fat boy slim live which was pretty cool i mean there's two that's one one is the epitome of health and the other is the epitome of absolute <laughs> garage, garage raver um, yeah so it can tell you live both were like two hours of pure sweating <laughs> <laughs> but it's a totally different meaning of the word um i mean like i said a lot has happened you've turned 25 um I'm not 25 yet. We've again had a really good podcast, like from the last one, episode four. Again, is our is our fourth most listened to episode of all time. The, the episode number one, two, and three are the second. Episode number one of this season is our third most. Episode number three is our second most, and episode number two is our first most listened. I mean, when we've had guests on, it's been really popular. Um, mm. So we're going to try and do a little bit more of that, hopefully, and integrate guests into into just having a chat with us. But like we said, lots to talk about. First off, we've got to talk about Cass, haven't we? We said yeah. we said we weren't going to mention it at the start of the year because of everything that went on with Joe Westerman. But then three <laughs> three games into the season, they've sacked Lee Radford. Well. They say he has left by mutual agreement. He's been sacked after three successive defeats, but he hasn't lost to bad teams. He's lost to Hull, Saints, and Wigan. They've had a, they've had they've not had the easiest of starts. They've got Huddersfield, then Leeds, then Warrington up next, then Catalan. Like that's if you're going to play seven teams at the start of the season, you don't want to play those seven teams really after the improvements that they've made. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, no no team. No, no owners want to sort of admit that they haven't got a fantastic side, but really we we would expect those three teams that have beaten this year to finish above them. So it's not that shocking. And <clears throat> I know it's kind of got worse. Obviously, they had a, a bad start against LFC and then kind of recovered it to make the scoreline sort of not look terrible since they lost by a good three tries and then Wigan was by six. So they kind of like seem to be slipping off and... Um, you can sort of tell that it's just not working. You can see it in the players. They, they get to this point where they just kind of give up. They don't know what to do. There's so many errors. They're really disjointed. And I guess maybe it's better to just rip the band-aid off and whilst there's still a, a most of the season left and it's all recoverable. But I don't know. I, I, I kind of feel sorry for Lee Radford because I feel like um, LFC sort of ditched him when... 
a little bit harshly as well. So um, I, I feel I feel for the guy, but it's a it, it's a tough um, it's a tough livelihood so, to be expected in a way, I suppose when when you lose three on the bounce. Yeah, definitely. I mean, James Dayton, a, a guy we've spoken to before in regards to the championship when we spoke to him last year. Really nice guy. He said he's found it as a bit of a surprise. Like, the difference this time of the matter of those losses, like you said, Cass was 32-6 down, a solitary try against a tired St. Helens team, being beat 36-0 by Wigan. Like, that's tough to take for fans. Then you've got to look at the well-publicised off-field incident that happened involving Joe Westman. Not just one video, two videos. Um, lads allowed to go out on 14-hour benders a week before the season starts. Just, uh, it's not... We spoke about the fact that there's so many off-field issues at Cass. And it isn't just Radford's fault. There's something in the water at that club. Like It happened before Radford was there. It will continue to happen long after Lee Radford's left. And I feel sorry for whichever coach is going to take the full-time role. Obviously, Andy Last is going to be in there as interim head coach. Will he be able to spark the group? Um, well, they've got Huddersfield on Friday night. Yeah, so there's often that thing, you know, when, when a coach gets sacked that the next week they turn around and win because all of a sudden the players realise that they've got to impress whoever's going to come in. But I, I kind of don't sense that from this cast team. I think, like, it's a bit of a, sh a shock. We haven't actually seen them play well yet together. Like, how are they going to find that? Um, yeah, and then, obviously, they've got Huddersfield coming up next to defensively a really tight. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be like a grind, and it's just I don't know. Yeah, it's just not. It's just not great for cast fans at the moment. No, it's not great for cast fans. But it could be worse. They could be Wakefield fans because they're bottom of the league, and it's just gone from bad to worse uh, for Wakefield, which we'll get into. But I, I realize I, I want to talk about potential coaches. You've got obviously Andy Last in there. Interim. Yeah. Danny Ward has apparently shown interest um, in a move to Cass. Justin Morgan is a. As a, as a bookie's favourite, um, former coach of Toulouse and Hulk KR, coached the New Zealand women. He hasn't coached a team like if you if you uh, don't include the New Zealand women's team. He was an assistant coach for the New Zealand team in 2016. New Zealand Warriors assistant coach, assistant coach at Melbourne, assistant coach at Canberra. Not really. Not, hasn't got loads of pedigree. But he has. Mm. He did coach Hull KR for for six seasons between two thousand and five and two thousand and eleven. Um, took Toulouse to a rugby league Challenge Cup semi final back in two thousand and five, which was crazy. Um, they won. The, he won the Northern Rail Cup with Rovers against Cass. But you know they they, they advanced to the grand final and then they they got them promoted in two thousand sixteen. Has he got the level to do it at Super League? Not really sure. Danny Maguire, Brian McDermott. Are two names that have popped up because they're Danny McGuire mm. did a pretty decent job at Hull KR. Brian McDermott, big name coach, anyone would want him. I think he changed the philosophy at Cass pretty quickly. Simon Grix at Halifax has been has been rumoured to potentially be interested, or like would it would Cass go there? I feel like that's a a, a move that wouldn't necessarily benefit Simon Grix with where he's at, and then obviously the name that everybody throws in when a job comes up is Brian Noble but I think he's pretty set on not coaching a team 
anytime soon, and I don't really think he'd want to go to to that cast team. Um, any name there that you think would be a good move? Any name you definitely wouldn't want to see take the job, just because personally you think it wouldn't be a good move for them or for the or for Cass? Yeah, I mean, um, I, I quite I quite like the idea of Danny Maguire. When I, when I think of Cass, I think of um, like a really free flowing attacking style, really attractive rugby league, and I, and I think that that's what Cass fans expect. They don't think they really expect to. Obviously, they want them. Every team does, but Cass, it, it's it's kind of more of a shock if they get to a, a grand final or a cup final. Um, so I think Danny Maguire would definitely be able to bring some like exciting attack like he did with Hulk KR. Um, but also I think he's the kind of guy that would sort out disciplinary issues, actually. I think he's quite a hands-on coach and gets to know his players because it's not that long ago since he was one of them. Do you know what I mean? So that's a, that's a good shout. And, and obviously Danny Ward, I think he was really unlucky not to, to keep um, London up in that season that that they had together, and he see again seems like that a hands-on coach that really gets to know his players really well, and and get along with them. So I feel like those two are, are really good fits from from the list there. Yeah, I mean Danny Ward, um, as far as I'm aware, still at Roslyn Park Rugby Union Club, and I mean he'll be he'll be he'll be a, on a decent whack there. I mean they're a national, uh, I think they're a League One club, I believe. So they're playing in decent at a decent level um mm. against teams like sale and everything else and pick to you have to pay to get in it's like 17 pounds on the gate to go and watch roslyn park so i mean they're not a bad side that he's at and they're doing they're not having a bad season either so but that season's coming towards an end so maybe the timing is right maybe he'd look at that and go actually i'll come in but i'm only going to come in once my season's done sort of thing i know they've got a handful of maybe. to go but it'd be really interesting I already said it could be worse than being a Cass fan. It could be you could be a Wakefield fan. They are bottom of the league, also three losses, but season's just got gone from bad to worse. Uh, Lewis Murphy, nineteen tries in twenty four games since making his debut last season, went off in the first half against Huddersfield on Friday, and it's now shown that he's going to miss the rest of the season through an ACL knee injury. He confirmed he'd been in talks with the Sydney Roosters and linked with a number of clubs. Nothing had been confirmed about his move or his whereabouts from next season, or in twenty twenty four. Yeah, in twenty twenty four. I know Wakefield were obviously very keen to keep him around. If he hasn't signed a deal, is he lucky that his Wakefield deal goes into twenty twenty four? Yeah, I mean the fact that the fact that nothing was confirmed doesn't necessarily mean that he wasn't so, so very close. But a, a knee injury is um, such a big question mark. Like, it can change everything about a player, their, their speed, their longevity, their strength. Yeah. And it takes a long time to get over. So that's definitely going to be difficult for him to find um, an NRL club or, you know, ha have a team take, a, take the risk on him, despite the fact that he has been really strong and a shining light in that Wakefield team. Um, so, yeah, really tough, tough for Wakefield. I mean, the other thing that's that's adding that pressure to Wakefield is the results that are outside of them is the fact that um, Lee got that win over Hull KR this week as well. So that really does cut Wakefield off at the bottom of the table and really, if all things go as expected, Lee are the, 
their opposition that they need to leapfrog to make sure they don't get relegated and they've already they're already one nil down if that makes sense. So yeah, yeah, definitely. Pressure I mean, is building at Wakefield. I said Lewis Murphy's lucky to have a contract at Wakefield in twenty twenty four. He isn't. He's out of contract at the end of this season. And it is rumoured that he's agreed a two year deal at Sydney Roosters. But whether this like we said it hasn't been confirmed so, neither yeah. club neither Wakefield Sydney or Lewis Murphy have confirmed that this is happening um, you, I'd like to see a little bit of I'd like to see someone step out now now that he's injured and he's not going to play all year it would be nice to just clear his air I mean it would be nice for him and people to stop questioning him maybe to see where he's going to be if he's going to be at um, Sydney is there any chance he can get over there and potentially get better medical treatment from them because we know that they like to send their lads over to the United the, to US a lot of the NRL lads go over to America to get top quality treatment um, so it'd be really interesting to see but gutted for the, the young lad because yeah, it, it just it isn't it just isn't weird another thing at Wakefield is that pitch inspection I don't know if you've seen it yeah that was strange wasn't it the, <laughs> where, where Catalans played on it and then yeah. The following week, a load of their players needed antibiotics because they were all grazed and infected and all that nasty stuff. So yeah. it's weird, isn't it? Like they've been a new hybrid surface installed for the year. Like just, just mental. Do you, like, do you, do you know this... what that means? A hybrid surface? Because I don't really understand. It'll be like it'll be like four G. It'll be yeah. like um, you know the the York St John's University pitch. Yeah, I think so, it's yeah. like something like that. So you can play. But hybrid suggests that there's some grass, or, or is there not any? Real I don't. Grass? Be, I I don't believe there's any grass in it. So I believe yeah. it's some form of plastic pitch that is suitable to to play right. on. Um, it'll have like black bits in it and stuff like that. So it's not. Yeah. It's not three G. It's not three. It's like four G or something. It's. Yeah, I'd, I'd like I'd like to find out and see the the ins and outs of that. But enough negativity about Wakefield. Let's let's hope they win some games and try not. And I, I mean, know. they came. You know what? They came I, close I, against Huddersfield this week. To be fair, yeah, they they, they only lost eight nil, and it was hard, it was nil nil at half time. So I know Huddersfield probably are going to be a better defensive side than attacking side, but that's still something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's still that's a Huddersfield side without Jake Connor in it still as well. Until Jake Connor comes yeah. in, we know that they're not going to they're not going to re- necessarily rely on their attacking side, are they? But to to like I know they still lost, but they lost six by sixty points the week before. So it's kind of it's in some ways it's a bit of a bounce back. It shows a little bit of desire from the players. I know they couldn't get the result, but it's still you know I'm clutching at straws here. <laughs> we really, really are. Um. I know the World Cup was only what three months ago, but we're we're talking 2025 World Cup in France already. The qualifying draw for the European teams um, has come out, um, and then, but for the both, both sorry for both the men's and the women's draws, England, Scotland, Ireland, and Serbia meet in Group A of the men's competition with France, Wales, Italy, and Spain facing off. Uh, each other in Group B. The winners of each group will meet in the final on the 11th of November with France to be the likely destination of the final. The two highest nations in each group outside of England and France will qualify for the um, 2025 Rugby League World Cup with the other nations going into the 2024 qualifying competition. So obviously England and France already qualified. So if you're looking at potentially 
If you go on world rankings, you're going Scotland, Ireland, Wales and Italy will qualify, but Serbia and Spain are potentially going to want to try and get some shocks in there because we know that Scotland, Ireland, Wales, Italy might not have any of their NRL contingent in there. Yeah. Because we, yeah. The way they, they send players over. In the first ever European Women's World Cup qualifiers, Group A will see Wales, Greece, Turkey and the Netherlands come together in Group. Uh, while in Group B, Ireland, Serbia, Italy and Malta will battle it out. The top two nations in each group will play in France in 2025 in a straight shootout. Um, the way I see this is... Let me try and find the women's qualification. Can I see it? Where is it? Where's it gone? Where is the women's qualification? I had it in my hand, and now it's not there. Um, so all the all the women's teams that were in the 2021 World Cup are automatically qualified. So you'll see all those teams again. You'll see Canada, France, PNG, Cook Islands, uh, England, Brazil, Australia, New Zealand, I believe, were the eight teams. So you'll, yeah. we'll see all of them again, plus eight more um, across loads of different countries. I look through loads of different um, continents. I I've literally can't find the 2025 Women's World Cup. 2025 Women's Rugby League World Cup. Let me search this. Because I had it up and now it's now it's gone. I yeah, see I, it. I can't see it in the yard. Oh, here we go. <clears throat> Qualification, here we go. Uh, the 2025 tournament will be the first time the Women's World Cup has held a qualifying uh, competition. So two teams out of Fiji, Samoa or Tonga will qualify. The top two teams from, so four of Greece, Ireland, Italy, Malta, Netherlands, Serbia, Turkey or Wales will qualify. One of Chile, Jamaica or the United States and then one of Cameroon, Ghana, Lebanon, Morocco, Nigeria or South Africa will also qualify. So wow. there's some there's some nations in there that I'd like to see. Fiji and Tonga are two of the nations I think I'd like to see. In terms of Middle East, Africa and the Americas, there's so many nations I didn't expect that would play women's rugby league, but my favourites there are probably going to be the United States because they like they have a they have women's competitions over there, so it'd be really really nice. In terms of the men, cool. in terms of the men, um, one of uh, two of Brazil, Canada, Jamaica, or the United States will qualify. Uh, the highest ranked team in each group from the European Championships will qualify, and then the playoff winner between. Um, some some other teams will qualify so in terms of the 2024 tournament teams such as the czech republic germany greece the netherlands norway or the ukraine have the chance to qualify and then you have the winner of the cook islands versus ghana nigeria or south africa so the cook islands will face the winner of the middle east and african rugby league cup uh, this year and then that will be so i mean the cook islands might not qualify you might get south africa or nigeria or ghana which will be really interesting we know nigeria have got lots of teams so so i'm really excited for the for these games yeah. this year between this year and next year it'd be very cool to see um some of those african nations if they can get through because obviously there's a lot of french speaking um african nations and all those links that might help boost some um people in in france with with links to go and watch it so that that would be quite quite cool i i i um I've been following the, the Netherlands Rugby League for a, a few years on Twitter as well, and that that's something that really appeals to me. I imagine if we could get a um, a team set up in the Netherlands and 
it's not very far from from the UK, so they could probably enter into the, uh, you know, into League One Championship, Super League sort of level. Like I feel like that's a great opportunity as well. Yeah, I mean, uh, I believe uh, North Wales Crusaders signed uh, Schoenmacher, who played uh, for Joel Wolves and was in the uh, Golden Boot category this year because the Netherlands are one of the teams that played games throughout COVID. I think they played a few games yeah. against Germany and Spain and in recent times. If you go back, they've played Germany, they've played European combined, they've played Spain, the Czech Republic, Turkey, Germany multiple times in the Griffin Cup since 2019. So really, really interesting. Obviously, you look at Germany and you come out and you think, oh, notable players and they've got the kind there's kind horse brad billsborough um, eligible players include clemmer adam quinlan the Drinkwater brothers tom johnston ryan miller um dylan brown is eligible for for germany which is really interesting to see i mean if new zealand suddenly get another world-class halfback and dylan brown loses his space at least he knows he's got a second nation to play for <laughs> like this germany team looks really strong i we we were bouncing off the fact that we should be like getting rugby league players to play for their second nations or and making their second nations their first nations but the, the nrl's thoughts and feelings towards international rugby league aren't aren't great tamalolo's been given the green light to do some boxing at the end of the year which means it shows to me that the england versus tonga series isn't going to happen i mean what what's yeah. your take on like just the lack of care after a really good world cup which brought record numbers of viewers in both the uk and on fox and on worldwide of sport across australia it's mad isn't it it is and it like i'm i'm getting to an age now where i've seen a few world cup cycles and this is what happens every single time is we the world cups come in and it's like come on we need some fixtures and then nothing happens and then we start talking about teams and we get really excited like oh you could get someone like Luke Keary playing for Ireland. Like, oh, that'll never happen. <laughs> and then it does. And then we're like, oh, my God, like everyone's getting behind it. And we see, like you said, record figures. Like, seems like really great gra grassroots involvement. Um, all these fantastic, um, like, legacy that they're leaving behind, the legacy ideas where they sort of invested in clubhouses, pitches, equipment. And it's like the tournament does everything that, is asked of it everything that the the nrl sort of um doubts that it can do and then it's like right now the ball's in your court let's get an international fixture ready this we know this is what we we all want and then it just sort of like evaporates by the time the new season rolls around and we've got to start the cycle all over again for the next world cup it's really disheartening but honestly i'm try i try not to get too bogged down with it because the truth is that we got to enjoy a really fantastic competition in this country um just just gone and i think that it has inspired players to to look at their um to play for whoever they, they are eligible for and, and go and, and see the world see that experience it's something yeah. that we definitely saw in the women's game i know like the brazilian side like what what a, like adventure that, that they had and what a great opportunity that they had to go and travel to the other side of the planet and we're now offering that to all these, to even more countries, and and the yeah. place to go and see, see France and Paris and these amazing bucket list places. So you know, stuff the NRL. <laughs> We've got a fantastic <laughs> amount of talent in in Europe, and and you know, we obviously down in the southern hemisphere as well. But 
I reckon we can do it without them. I reckon that um, yeah. we can provide a, a more a more wide reaching, interesting competition than than the NRL can do in um, Sydney, Brisbane, exclusively. Yeah, definitely, hundred um, percent. We we talk about how we can improve rugby league in the northern hemisphere. The um, we've England have just announced they have they've, they've announced their student women's squad this year. So twenty two players from twenty colleges and universities have been named in the England's students women's squad for twenty twenty three. The students defeated GB teachers and the UK armed forces to lift the President's Cup last uh, last year. And there's some returning faces: uh, Alex Bridge. Caitlin Casey, Pippa uh, Curley, Jess Harrop, Izzy North, uh, Northrop, and Danielle Waters all are all included in the England students' women's squad. A record 184 players attended trials in the north and south of England. Um, just a wow. few of just a few of the colleges and universities that have been mentioned: West Lancashire College, Southport College, Eds Hill University, Osset Academy, Garforth Academy, Guiseley Sixth Form, Huddersfield New College. Wigan and Lee College, Leeds Trinity University, University of Salford, Rainhill Sixth Form, Winstanley College, Loughborough University, um, Loughborough College, Hardest, oh, I said that one, Newcastle University, Carmel College, Bishop Burton, University of Hull, Leeds Beckett University, and Cronton College. So there's some colleges there that I was like, where, what, where are these, like, where are these colleges based? Where are they doing? But then you look, and a lot of them are playing for like League One, Championship, Super League, South. There's, there's a few players that are playing for decent teams so it'd be really interesting to see how this team goes and, mm. and where it goes and just where it goes from there more university news Cambridge played Oxford at the weekend Cambridge regained the varsity trophy in a 14-12 victory how many tries do you think were scored in that 14-12 victory Robin? Four Six Six tries. Oxford missed all their conversions and Cambridge converted one, I believe. Um, so, yeah, I don't believe it was a penalty. I believe it was six tries, one conversion across the whole game. But really, really well done to Cambridge. Um, it, it gains popularity every single year. Um, I think the game next year, I think they're planning on trying to get it at Franklin's Gardens, which is between Oxford and, and Cambridge, um, trying to get it somewhere quite big that they can play it so they can try and get some a really decent crowd and really get it on terms of um, in terms of the rugby union we've really got to compete with that rugby union varsity get get the women's the women's game was first last year I think there's a later one the one one going on later this year uh, that the women are going to compete in so to try and get three varsity matches on on a weekend would be really really good so well done to all of those involved in that this weekend Let's, what else have we got? This Challenge Cup and NRL news. Which which should we go for first? You choose. Tell me some. Tell me some about the NRL because um, I'm I'm a bit behind on it to be honest with you. Well, everyone thought the Dolphins were going to finish towards the bottom of the table, and then they've just gone and beaten the the, the Roosters in, in the first game of the season. Yeah. Um, who else won this weekend? Um, the Cowboys beat the Raiders in 19 points to 18. The Rabbitohs beat the Sharks in a really good game. The Broncos beat the Panthers 13-12. The Storm versus the Eels went to extra time. Um, Harry Grant scoring a golden point to win 16-12. Lots of, a few golden point games, lots of really close ones. 
Mm. Big biggest winning margin was twenty five points, I believe. Um, and when you consider where we were talking last year, where there was some proper blowouts at the start of the year, I think we're yeah. in for a really good NRL season. They've um, picked the first round pitch as well. Pretty pretty cool that the the Dolphins won in their first game as well, and, and especially like you said against the Roosters, who like, a lot of people are tipping to maybe be in with a shot of winning it this year. So that's yeah. uh, that is a proper what what I imagine that they probably build that full of first time fans and give them a fantastic early experience. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good result. That yeah, really really good. Um, something that caught my attention was the chance of Redcliffe from the crowd um, obviously Redcliffe Dolphins are their own team and now the Dolphins have taken that name and they aren't the Redcliffe Dolphins in the NRL they are just the Dolphins but it started the conversation of would they would they just become Redcliffe Dolphins would they become yeah. then, would they have their own feeder team um, kind of like the Newtown Jets become the feeder team to the Cat for to Canberra Canterbury I believe and the Magpies and Balmain and things like that like are they going to take that? So, are they going to take yeah. that Redcliffe name on? Do you think they should? I mean, so Redcliffe still exist in their own right, and they they're do. playing in in the Brisbane Queensland Cup or something like that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they they still compete yeah. in the um, yeah in the Queensland Cup and have done since nineteen ninety six. So they're 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 a team that is seventy six years old, and now they are now there's just dolphins in the NRL based, yeah, it's based weird, isn't in it? Redcliffe, which. Which just doesn't make sense. Based it confuses it. When, when you're like, I'm off to watch the Dolphins. The, the Redcliffe Dolphins are just the Dolphins. Yeah. It's... Mm. And I hate their kit as well. Like, separately, the team's catchphrase is Finn's up. Like... Yeah. yeah. Fin, Finny the Dolphin is the mascot. Um, yeah. It's... What about when they play the Sharks? That, that's like Battle of the Aquatic Animals. <laughs> uh, dolphins, I reckon, would win, you know. Depends on it's one on one. If it's, it's, if it's one on one, yeah. Oh, it depends what shark. Not a basking shark. <laughs> Great white. <laughs> a little baby hammerhead. <laughs> 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 um, let's move on. And uh, Challenge Cup. I mean, big games. Some really like there's a, there's a Southern Conference League team in round three. I said, did I? I said. There'll be a Southern Conference League team playing the Championship side in round three. It wasn't the one I thought it was going to be, but there is one, and West Warriors have got Wigan Vikings. Yes, they drew them at home. The game is being played in Widnes, and Wests are going to get 50% of the, the gate because that's the way the Cup games work, which is really good. Which I think that's fantastic. West Bowling are going to get um, half the gate from York. York Acorn are going to get half the gate from Bradford. Wathbrow are going to get half the gate from Batley. Halifax are going to get half the gate from Fev. Uh, North Wales are going to get half the gate from Thato Heath, uh, which is mental because Thato Heath are going to get more people there than North Wales will. Sorry, Toby, but it's true. Um, it's just, I love it. I love the Challenge Cup. I love the way they've yeah. done it. And if they go to the group stage thing like they do with the women, I don't think it's going to work and I don't think teams will want to play in it. No, I think this is this is a, it's nice, isn't it? Like Wests and uh, West Brow, uh, West Berlin, West Brow, they're all they're getting their reward for managing to get through to the third round by getting that extra cash injection. And I mean, nobody's really predicting a win. If if they did, it would be if they did, it would be, it'd be, be, mental. It'd be but mental. It's still you know it's still a 
fantastic opportunity for those amateur players to test themselves against these like semi-pro outfits and and yeah get a cash injection so i think just everyone's happy i don't i don't need to change it i like it yeah i'm really looking forward to it um the fact that featherstone versus halifax was first out of the draw followed by west warriors versus witness and i was just like i sat there and i just lost my mind i went oh my god i just went this is the best draw ever and i thought the first and second round draws were good i can't wait for round four when the super league teams are in there and you're guaranteed an amateur club in lee miners or rochdale against a rochdale mayfield against a potential super league side like just the scenes where it would be um, unreal i mean we're pretty much guaranteed too because i think that O'Heath might beat north wales um because north wales have struggled uh, this if, year. yeah you got um, westgate versus hunslet as well yeah westgate westgate common getting as far as they have um has really impressed me because they wouldn't have they wouldn't have expected to get this far being in the yorkshire men's league so yeah. just yeah london broncos got whitehaven that's 10 pound a ticket um for adults which if you if you're in the london area get yourself down there. unfortunately i can't make it because uh, i've got to work that day but i'm just trying to think if there's any games i could come and watch this weekend but i don't, I don't think there is i don't think i'm going to be able to get to any games this week no monday night games because of um because of the challenge cup but oh just i'm so excited i'm so so excited yeah just rugby league it just oh does something to me yeah yeah rugby rugby league it does something it does something to me it just it's exciting um i think that's it i generally i I think that's just a chill nice chill chat tick through the list tick through the list i mean we'll check the fantasy teams uh you're winning um obviously uh, let's check the predictor let's go to the r league predictor who's winning that oh i haven't touched it in ages so oh, i'll be winning that then i'll do it every week <laughs> i don't know <laughs> I, I do it every week so i should to be, be honest i wouldn't have, like the the st helens beating leeds that that was an upset that i didn't see coming and to be honest lee hulk AR, i wouldn't have put money on it because i would have been worried about it but there's still a bit of an upset there as well so I probably would have scored a maximum of four this week. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to end on bad news, but the lead, the Rob Byron mural's um, been vandalised again. Oh, again. Um, so whoever's doing that, fucking stop it. Pack it in. All right, just realise why it's there, and like. Yeah, I, I like. I like. Out. I just. I think that they don't. They just don't know what it is. You know what I mean? If they knew what it was, yeah. I don't think they'd touch it. Uh, yeah. bad, bad news for whole KR Kenny Dowell out for four games and Kaylin out for four weeks oh. what right did you see that with Kenny Dowell where he no I haven't seen it I couldn't work it out so he, he, he makes a tackle the player's injured and as he's getting up he kind of pulls his shirt as if to you know like say come on get to your feet is it, and is I, it on I, Twitter yeah I mean unless I unless I've like not really watched it properly because I was probably i was probably sat at my desk um watching videos when i should have been working so i probably wasn't paying that much attention but to me that's not a five game when was it mentioned like obviously just just um just this weekend i'll I'll see if i can send you it yeah i i I just think um you know you've got to be strict you've got to make sure that um yeah 
I, I understand that you've got to be strict and you've got to, like. To be fair, I don't. I don't, I don't think he knows he's hurt. He's not, he's not even hurt. Yeah, he hits him high. I, I just he, don't get he it. hits him high. The referee hasn't seen the high tackle, so he's pulled him up, and the re- and the bloke and the bloke just plays the ball, so he's not injured. If he doesn't get treatment, he shouldn't. That's ridiculous. Like, I don't know. I mean, unless there's more to it than, than what I'm seeing. contact. He's been issued with a five-match penalty notice and ordered to attend an RFL-approved basic first aid course. The bloke's not injured. Gets, I don't even know who it is. Who does he make contact? Is uh, it Reynolds? If it's Reynolds, then Reynolds needs to sort himself out. That's an actual joke. I mean, it's not Reynolds that's chosen for him to get this ban. It's, I just think... Nah, but Reynolds... I think like, the... Reynolds acting hurt is like, mate... Is it Reynolds? Yeah. Is it Reynolds? It does look like Reynolds, but it might not be. I think the RFL is trying to like make a point and say to players, like, don't even risk it. If you think they're injured... Stay away from him, but I don't think a five. I think a five match ban is just unfair. I mean, yeah, five is. I know. I know stupid. It, he's he's such a key player for Hulk KR, and I know you shouldn't consider like these things shouldn't come into consideration when we're choosing bands. But it's like that's a that's a big blow for Hulk KR to, to be missing such a key player for five games, yeah. considering that <clears throat> like I know they played well and maybe they won't, but they are they are probably going to finish down near the bottom of the table, and that could mean relegation. I just think. Like common sense, surely. That's mad. That is mental. Uh, in terms of more Super League news, so um, the AJ Bell Stadium has been bought by the council and been given a five-year lease to Rugby Union side, um, with potential repercussions for Salford. So yeah, that's, that's very interesting to see. It's been handed to Sale Sharks with a five-year lease. The Sharks will have a three-year option to buy the AJ Bell Stadium in a a bid to enhance their revenue streams. Um, That's interesting. Very interesting. So that that was owned by Salford Red Devils before they sold it to the council? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the council is set to buy the ground. Wow, that's mad. Like, what's going on? Maybe maybe they're really broke. Got cash cash difficulties yeah yeah a new favorite i won't mention who but who someone someone has posted and not very a a rugby league page that i don't like to openly admit that i read or look at uh, from time to time um who's the new favorite come on come on load your website you bloody all these adverts make their website so slow It doesn't even tell me. Oh, Justin Morgan has moved to favourite at six to four. So oh. yeah, Danny Ward and Andy Last were the favourite, but now Justin Morgan has moved to the favourite. So yeah, maybe he is the man to to take the place. But I had yeah, to, I mean, I had to got, scroll got to got the last experience. sentence to find that out. So yeah, very very interesting. Um, that's it, I think. I don't think there's much else. No. Is there anything else? I don't. It's not. A, it's not a very entertaining. <laughs> I can't story. say that. No, I mean in terms I mean, of rugby league, it's not. It's not been like mind blowing, has it? Yeah, I think it's been. I think it's just been. What do you mean? It's been great. We've seen <laughs> NRLs come back. We're in round three of the Super League, round five of the Championship already. We're starting to see um, how teams are going and building. Form, 
starting to be able to make predictions of how the playoffs might look already. Yeah. It's exciting. And we've got the news about the European Rugby League. That is, that is big news. Challenge Cup round the corner. That is big news. I just feel like I feel like I'm used to I'm used to loads of big news. I feel like the World Cup's really got me expecting like record breaking things. But I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like this I've been let down this week by disappoint more dis- it's more not that there's not a lot of news. I feel like there's a lot of disappointing news again. Mm, yeah, the, sports, the sport's not been put in the best of lights by... Go on then, well, well why don't you tell me what you want to see happen this weekend then? What I want to see happen this weekend let me let me go, yeah. to, let me go to fixtures Bradley's Dream Rugby League weekend Bradley's Dream Rugby League weekend So start on Thursday, alright? Yeah I want to see Stouts beat Penrith oh, Okay Followed by a very entertaining game between Wigan and Catalan I don't really care who wins I just want it to be entertaining yeah, second wanna, versus third. Yeah, so second versus third. Um, I want to see a fight at Huddersfield versus Cass <laughs> on the pitch. I want to see a proper biff. Um, really? Yeah, I want to see Hulk KR beat Warrington to shut their mouths. Um, oh, I like this Warrington team. I, yeah. I think they're playing with confidence. But it's not. It's so. not. It's not their year, though, is it? <laughs> I'm enjoying it. I, I'm not even <laughs> going to say it because oh, I like they actually look really good. I think I know it's early in the year and a lot can change, but. I really like this team. I, I I can get behind Warrington this year. Okay, I want to see Wakefield beat Leeds. I want yeah, to see, that would be funny. I want to see I want to see Lee beat St Helens. Oh, that would be. We know uh, what Saints are like away at teams that have just been promoted. Um, yeah, but they lost to Leeds last week. They can't. They won't. It won't. It won't happen again. No, I want to see. Oh, I want to see the Roosters lose to the Warriors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see. Oh, it's Hull Dockers versus West Hull. Oh, in the NCL Premier, that would be a cracking game. I want to see Siddle beat Sheffield in the cup. <laughs> You're gonna go for all the. <laughs> I want West Warriors to score at least three tries against Witness. Yeah. I, I, whether they win or not, I don't care. I want them to. I want them to put on a good show. I want them to show that they're a good team. Um. I want Westgate Common to beat Hunslip. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I'd like to see North Wales beat Thao Heath, just to put Toby in a good mood. I'd like to see both York clubs win this weekend, and I'd like Featherstone to lose this weekend. And I'd like to see the West Tigers beat the Newcastle Knights as well. That would be... I all, just... all, all matches. No... no um... No shot transfers, no coach signings. I'd like to see. I do you know what I wouldn't want. I don't want Danny Ward to be announced as Cast Tigers head coach. Really, I think yeah. he's. I think he's better than that. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think he's better than that. Anyone else can have it, but I think he's better than that. Yeah, I mean that, that's kind of why I think he'd be a good fit for Cast because then they they're reaching. Do you know what I mean? They're yeah. punching above their weight and yeah, signing. They're a, really getting in there. Great long term. Yeah. solution yeah let's, that's interesting let's, let's, oh there's a Thursday night fixture in the NCL next week um, in Division 2 Wigan St Jude's play Waterhead on Thursday night that's interesting why is it a Thursday night game but yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to trying to get to some more games this year I want to get to more games this year than I have done all year for all of 2022 and I went to a lot of games in 2022 so 
a lot of games. What what's your perfect weekend? So, mm, good question. We we can cut Catalans like you said, good game. I'm gonna I think I'm gonna go watch Huddersfield play Castleford. So I want that to be a good game. Um, and also I, I want Leeds to to like smash Wakefield because then it sets up um, Leeds cast the following week Oof. to be a, a real good clash because Leeds are coming on strong. Um, and Cass have got a point to prove. Do you know what I mean? I'm thinking like that might be one that I'd go and attend. So that would be good if that happened. Um, and I, so therefore, I also want to see Cass sort out a coach as well, so we get that like new coach boost. Yeah. Especially if they bring in someone really good like Danny Ward or yeah, you know, well, yeah, however that is. Um, York just like be safe in the cup. You yeah. know. Don't, yeah. don't do anything embarrassing. Just be, just be safe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be safe. Um, and I and I'd like to just, I'd I'd love it if uh, we heard some news that some more international games were being announced for the end of the year. Yeah, I really want there to be international games this year. I mean, apparently England are playing France in April. If anyone's heard about it, it's not like they're pushing it or anything. It's not like it's a month away and nobody's pushed it. Yeah, I've actually got tickets. I've actually got tickets, but. Like you said, if I didn't, if I wasn't didn't go on a spending spree and buy loads of cheap tickets at the um, early bird offers, I probably wouldn't even know that it's happening. To be honest with you. Yeah, definitely. I'm. I, I wouldn't know it was going on if unless unless they like. I don't want to go and watch it because I'm not that keen. I'm not that bothered about going all the way up to. Is it Warrington? Warrington it is. Yeah. To go and watch England play France again, like they play France a lot, and it's just like. I'm, I'm really yeah, but I, I want I want them to like, be, I want them to I want make them, England France to... an annual fixture. I want them to lift can the we, French. Can we agree that the England Knights playing in the European Championship is a bad move? Yes, absolutely. If if the England if the England like first team as such don't have an international series, that needs to change. Yeah, that needs totally. to be the England national. Like, needs to be Sean Wayne and the England national team, not the England Knights. That that's what it needs to be. So, yeah. How can we sit sit here and every year moan at the Aussies for not playing games, and then we refuse to play the teams on our doorstep? Yeah. Or or we only offer them the Knights. The Knights. Just, yeah. Rubbish. I mean, I'd rather play York City Knights than play the England Knights. I think that's how disrespectful. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, yeah. It's yeah, not even yeah. the York City, it's just the York Knights, isn't it now? So. York RLFC Knights or something like that. <laughs> I'm saying nothing. I'm saying nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm saying nothing about that. Um, we'll talk about rebrands another time. Um, in terms of news about the website, I'm still working on technical issues once we once. That is live i promise you there will be a website with articles to read from all of us um promise that is a promise from me um thank you everyone for listening it's, it's kind of just been a casual chat this evening and i've enjoyed it yeah like if if you've listened you've been a fly on the wall to like just the chats that we have outside of the pods anyway <laughs> yeah this is this is just a like a me and robin will meet up and we'll just be like we'll be sat in a bar like and we'll be like da, 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 so rugby league like that's what it's this is the chat we have <laughs> i got a, i got a cup for my birthday that says warning may talk about rugby league <laughs> brilliant I'd like, to, 
I'd like to shout out, I've just got a new job, um, and I'd like to shout out my former employer, um, the school that I worked at, and the, the department that I worked in, for getting me a signed rugby ball um, from, wow. the, from the team. So the team, the, the, the department signed a rugby ball from me, so loads of thank yous and loads of well wishes on the board. Um, but, that's, that's nice. but it's a rugby union ball, Robin. Oh, bro. <laughs> what the hell are they playing at? No, I'm joking, I'm joking. Oh. No, it is. It is a rugby union ball, but I don't mind. I love the fact that... Oh, it is a rugby union ball. Yeah, it's a Six Nations ball. Why aren't you going to boot it into a river? <laughs> no, it's in my backdrop. I've got it in my office. I thought I'd have to, have to show you a little bit of luggage. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I also feel like I need to take down my Sean Long book because um, he's the coach of Feb and I hate Feb. Yeah, but you can love Longy still. No, I'll put my Mamma Ninga one up, I think. Or do I put my Terry... Oh, I know what I'm going to put. I'm going to put my Terry Newton one up. Or my John Bentley one. <laughs> I'm going to put my John Bentley one up. I'm going to change it up, so... But no, thank you for joining me <laughs> this evening. We just, we're, just going, we're just going mad. We'll start a Twitter poll and <laughs> see what book, what book should I replace yeah, Longy with. If we'll delete, decide which book Brad should put on his shelf. Yeah, do that. Yeah, <laughs> tag us at Biff Rugby League. Um, what rugby, league, what rugby league book shall I buy next? I, I bought some pin badges the other day, actually. Oh, um, cool! That's oh, that's awesome. Yeah, some rugby league pin badges, not just random pin badges. Uh, a lovely woman called Linda Sheringham on Rugby League Buy, Sell and Swap on Facebook. Um, yeah, so if you haven't bought anything and you're interested in pin badges, do it. Like, really, We should really... do a Biff pin badge. Oh, mate, there is Biff much on its way. I'm looking at it. I'm sorting it out. Um, mate, the Biff, the Biff merch is exciting. Biff merch is so exciting. There's more. That it's not just merch, is it? I don't know. Have we told him there's going to be a, a thingy? I can't remember. I can't remember. remember. If you yeah. haven't, there's there's going to be a rugby league shirt coming. I feel like any, anyone who's listened to, to this <laughs> long now deserves this little yeah. early early pre sneak pre preview. Yeah, uh, stay till the end for for big news. So we've got a website coming. We've got a rugby league jersey coming. We've got big special guests coming that Robin doesn't even know about. Um, we've got what else have we got coming? We've got um, pin badges. We've got pin badges coming. We've articles. Got, we've got articles. We've got meetups. Stickers. We're going to be meet up. We're not doing stickers. Right, right. That's another thing I saw. Rugby league sticker albums. Yes or no? No. <laughs> no, no, no. 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 That was like that was the most happy valley. No. <laughs> <laughs> that reminded me of. Um, have you seen Happy Valley? No, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, you, need to, you need to watch it, right? And just go to the the last scene of the final series and just look at, listen to Tommy Lee Royce and just the way he says, no, it just sounded exactly like you. It was just like, no, fuck off. Stick <laughs> album, no. No, okay, no, no to sticker albums. Um, and the, the final the final announcement is the 2025 Biff League tour of France for the World Cup. <laughs> yeah, we're going to, we're saving up to buy a camper van and we're going to take a laptop and some microphones and we're going to go on, on a tour of Europe um, and we're going to start in we're going to start in York right we'll drive up to we'll start in York we'll catch some games in yeah. York we'll go and watch some games all in the country and then oh, this is a like a year long 
yeah, yeah. We're, yeah, we're going to save up, and we 2025, we're going to go on a year tour of Europe and catch a rugby league game every week in a different town. I mean, I was just going to do the World Cup, but... <laughs> <laughs> ending, ending at the World Cup final in France. Because um, I, I kind of still need a job. <laughs> this will be a job. This will be our job. This will be our job. People will pay us to talk. Pay, people will pay to listen to us in three years' time. Two years. It's not even three. It's two and a half years' time. People, two and a half years. Um, Get right, a move on. All right, just the World Cup tour then. This <laughs> is 2029 year-long tour. Well, maybe there. if maybe if um, the merch picks up, like kicks off, like we expect it to, because it's the, yeah the, the plane shirt is so nice. Oh, it's so good. Should we should we so drop good. it? Should I drop it in a tweet? No, no, no we can't. We can't. We got we got we got to milk it a bit further. At least until we <laughs> get um a, a, an official order made. An official order made. Do we put do we put out an interest tweet of people who would buy a shirt? Hmm. But not to You've got to time it right. I've got to time it right. Oof. Oh, I'm not, I'm yeah. not, I can't do it right as we speak in right now. I wouldn't. I don't think that. Let's oh. do it when the show when the show drops. Yeah. No, we can't do it when the show because people will be listening. Oh yeah. We've got to do it an hour after the show drops because it's oh, no fifty minutes. An hour, yeah, an hour after the show drops, we'll do it. We are, we're still recording. We're letting everyone into our secrets. We're still recording. We're still, we're still recording. Right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, we've been the Biff. I've been Brad. Uh, Robin's joined me this week. Toby should be back next week. Um, I'm going to go get some dinner. It's nice. Lots of love, Toby. Love you, Toby. Miss you, Toby. Happy birthday, Robin. Thank you. Um, what are we going to title this one? Um... We're still recording, Brad. This is what we do after the show. <laughs> I know that's why I asked. Um, but no, that's it. We, we, you'll know what you titled it when you read it, when you click it. So, thank you everyone for what for listening, for watching. No, thank you everyone for listening. Um, this has been the Biff Rugby League Podcast. That was episode five of season two, brought to you by Swinging Arms and Shoulder Charges. Goodbye. <laughs>